You're listening to DraftKings Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family owned from the start. Same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. This is the Dan Levator Show with the Stugatz Podcast. By now, I'm assuming on a random Thursday in February, February 29th, I was leap year. Yeah, I was told I didn't understand what you guys were doing with leap years and Halliburton, where you were talking about. I, I need to wish him a happy birthday. Hold on a second, let me get that because, okay, a happy birthday to him. I don't care. Good luck. It's his sixth birthday, and I don't know why more people aren't talking about this than the NBA. They're talking about that, you know, that inflatable car man outside in San Antonio. No, a six-year-old all-star like Tyrese Halliburton. Scoring like that. Prodigy. Scoring like that. Same age as my daughter. Leap year. I don't understand the math on that, so you guys will help me. He's just not actually six years old, but this is an extra day, and what are you doing with your extra day? Are there any good leap leap year? Are there any good leap day, leap year jokes? Everyone's joke is, I wish we had it off, huh? We, we should be home sleeping today. No, we should. It's it's well, ridiculous. This is we, an extra day of labor. Where does We're he, not being paid extra. I'm more, I'm curious where he generally celebrates. You think he does the 28th or the first? Wow. Let's ask him. You guys, uh, you okay? Yeah. So you think every year he's confused about when it is that his birthday should be because the, I would do the 28th. That's probably just whatever has a better weekend, right? Like if that's it's true. If if I mean we all do that Friday right? versus a Thursday. Yeah, exactly. So it's just whichever is closer to the weekend would be my imagination. Like if your guy's birthday falls on a Wednesday, we're going to dinner Wednesday night, or you guys wait until Friday. I mean my my wife's birthday is this weekend, mm-hmm. so I've planned us a day, or it's on Monday, so I've planned us a day for Saturday. Going to do dinner on Ooh, her the actual pre, birthday. The pre, but it's be pre birthday over the weekend. Yeah, more convoluted than these things need to be. Me making things convoluted? Just the whole thing. Just no the way. Whole, just the whole thing. Unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to play some sound here for the audience because uh, as we continue to roll out over the next couple of years, our partnership with Rachel Nichols, with Steven Jackson, with Matt Barnes, and with All the Smoke, with really, even though Mike Ryan, we can all get along, even though Mike Ryan is boycotting Paul Pierce, he is not a part of the uh, Rajon Rondo and the collective of people who were be like interacting in our worlds over the course of uh, the next couple of years. In fairness, I've made my feelings known. Our partners know where I stand, and I'll just recuse myself of any truth. Uh, okay. 
Fair enough. But regardless, we are in business with all the smoke. Uh, Steven Jackson did a South Beach session. It's the most vulnerable I've ever heard him, and I've interviewed him a lot over the years. That was really good. Uh, he, Not blowing smoke. That was really good, you and Steven Jackson. Uh, well, I he look, one of the things, you guys make fun of me of being the grief eater on South Beach sessions, but one of the things my brother encouraged me to do uh, and others who care about me encouraged to, have encouraged me to do is use that space to talk to... Uh, to talk to men about hard things uh, that men don't talk about, like, oh, my God, you're crawling around on your hands and knees because people die around you. And the, the grief is interminable and you don't function right after it. And so how are you supposed to just get on uh, with your life? Just talking Man, about. We did not jump on you for hard men because we love you, pal. And you got away too close. Yourself up, we got you. You got away with it. We didn't say anything. Okay, thank you for allowing me that liberty. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to age with grace. But here's one there of the things. Go. Here's one of the things about aging with grace that I have not done very well. I've never heard a respectful AO before. I wanted to be respectful. Then. Somber. <laughs> hey yo, that was crazy. Yeah. Like did it while tapping his chest and pointing up to the sky. <laughs> It should have been. It should have been prayerful. Thank you. What is it? Is it because it's the graveyard of my brother's feelings? It was and close. Yeah, it was close to that. So I wanted to make One of the things was, my brother told me hey, before he went. Hey, Wait a minute. What is that? What is that? There was a little Trump in that. What's he doing? It's what here? he said. He said a lot of things. It's hard to remember them all. The really? best things. Really. Talk about hard things with men. Hey, yo! Don't lose the plot. Stephen Jackson. Let's go. Hard guy, uh, you opening yourself up. Uh, yeah, so I would urge everybody to, uh, to enjoy uh, many of the things that our content partners are creating. They've got a new interview. I did one recently with them on All the Smoke. They asked me about Pat McAfee, and I answered there. And Pat McAfee was on All the Smoke now, and this has come out today, and there are a lot of things that were said here, but I don't know uh, the totality of what was said. They've told me that we have like seven or eight clips. I don't want to play all of those, but I'd like to hear some of what he had to say. Levitard about this, about athletes kind of coming in the space and not necessarily cutting the line, but he's talked some shit on me. Has he? Yeah. Oh, get him. That's our guy. Well, we'd love to get. Yeah, when I saw you signed with him, I was certainly asking in, some questions. In this, guy over here, <laughs> this guy over here, I think Ryan is his name or something. Ryan. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, I thought you guys could have made it alone. Like, I, I thought you guys. Oh, had no, so talent. we're by ourselves. We partner with them to build out the fast channel. Love it. Okay. Yeah, so that's the idea. Yeah. And I like Dan. I got respect yeah. for Dan. I watched yeah. the deal that him and Skipper did with DraftKings yeah. and that greatly affected my deal with FanDuel. Mm -hmm. So I got a lot of respect, but a lot yeah. of these older sports media folks aren't the biggest fan of me. Uh -huh. uh, and they've certainly made that known. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've had some, we've had. Well, you know, what, you know why, right? Because a lot of them wanted to do what you're doing now on ESPN. Yeah, they weren't allowed to, is what they They weren't said. allowed to. You think I was allowed to, though? Like, that's the whole but, part but of you it. Had the, you had, I ain't gonna say Bob's, you had the confidence in yourself to be able to get it done without worrying about what other people are gonna say. I think it didn't happen for them because they came in more like, well, I want to do this. You you said I'm doing this instead. I want to do this. That's yeah, a, a, that's a, a big difference. Hey, I'm a fucking asshole to those suits too. Like they do not like me. I fully support Pat McAfee. His story is amazing. His charisma is amazing. I'm sitting there watching guys. You know, I'm watching wrestling and I'm watching the center of WrestleMania, and I'm seeing the guy um, conquer sports and rush to the head of the line. I understand why he thinks that some old media 
uh, would not like what he is doing, but I am a full supporter of him taking over this uh, space in a way that's given a whole bunch of athletes. Man, Dwayne Wade's now in the podcast game. Shaquille O'Neal, like ev- they've realized that he's given these people permission because they're looking at the punter making all of the money, owning all his stuff, and and changing the game. Let me hear some more sound. I don't have anything bad to say about Pat McAfee. Let me hear some more sound. Except for that I one was time. honored and pumped to get the ass to come Thanks, on to bro. this no, show. You know, like, I am a big fan. Thank so I, I can't wait to see what you guys do and keep Thank going. You. And Thank shout you. out to Meadowlark yeah. for seeing yeah. what everybody yeah. else is seeing Thank you. and giving you guys some real, like, a safety net to go yeah. get it. Because it's awesome. And that's Thank basically you. what they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's what they did. No. You deserve it. Yeah. You guys Thank deserve you. it all. Thank you. With that being said, I think you wear tank tops. I think you start... You know, <laughs> coming over, put snake skins. I was about to say yeah, some yeah, snake okay. skins. I'm, I'm with the boots. I can definitely see Jack cool. some snake skins. Yeah, 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 just Mike, a, Mike just Epps, a, Epps, said he had his drug dealer outfit on with some snake skins. Yeah. Be, oh. <laughs> just, yeah, I mean, Stack looks hilarious, right? I mean, you look phenomenal right now. What is this one time, Mike, that you speak of that I've talked shit about Pat? Matt? Well, I think, I think Pat. Um, has a very good memory, and I think he's motivated by doubt because I think his work ethic um, across a couple of different industries is pretty unparalleled. Uh, I do know of an awful announcing story that kind of seized on you being surprised that he hasn't made a bigger impact on college game day. And you never know what motivates people. Maybe that's at the heart of it. I think largely on the balance of things, we are very pro Pat McAfee for all the reasons. I do find it interesting that um, you were kind of labeled as old media, I guess, because you're just older. And I think part of the stuff that surprised me with the Simmons, Pat McAfee thing is Simmons all of a sudden became guy that was classified as old media. I'm like, really? A a digital pioneer? No, but this is this is this is the thing, right? Because Matt, actually, I will tell you that at this dinner, look, man, at this dinner with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson, these guys have done a lot of business in their lives, right? Like they they got. They've got crews of people who protect the economies of 17 years in the league, the both of them, and they've built a brand. And McAfee's right when he says to them, you guys could have done this on your own, probably, if you can get some investors to put up a good no amount of money. And, and they're like, no, but we want to partner here. Like they, those guys, I've got a meaningful picture, to a, a meaningful picture my wife took of Steven Jackson, like holding my head and telling me that, He's got my back because I believe in what those guys are doing. I they think it showed in that clip. <laughs> I think it definitely showed in that clip because they were quick to to defend everything that was there and and why they partnered with us. I thought that was pretty cool. I, I think Pat is pretty incredible. And I think it's really difficult to keep that charisma and that appeal and drive shows like that. I think I think Pat's awesome. I, I understand why he's lumped in as new media because his roots are very grassroots movement, but he's taken it to the ESPN platform and we've kind of made new media versus old media. And the guy that's new media has ESPN one as a platform. It's just a little confusing to me how you become old media, I guess, by being a little bit older. Okay. But yeah, no, but I, but it's not just that though. Yeah. You have old media roots. Like it's it's also journalism and journalism, you know, and whatever we represented at ESPN that he replaced like in, in, yeah, like that that stuff is interesting to me. It's one of the reasons I talk about the industry so much. But what I would tell you is 
I couldn't support J.J. Reddick more, Shannon Sharp, or, or, or these people who are coming for the space because, of course, the athletes are going to come for the journalists and they're going to be better at competition and they're going to have more fame. And I welcome all of it into the space because there's plenty of money here for everybody, for everybody who gets into the content game and does it well for everybody to eat. But I also, I understand why I'm being lumped in with that um, because... Because the athlete, Draymond Green is talking to DeMar DeRozan now about not wanting to go to therapy. Draymond Green, who's going to do all of these things in this space with his brand and maybe make more money after his career than during it because he's realized, yeah, the athletes can play the new media game without any journalists. I can talk, Chris Paul can talk to, Paul, to, to Dwayne Wade and Chris Paul just give up a story. Yeah, I could have been in Miami. All I needed was the number. And that story's only existing there because of the access that those guys have. And they've all realized, wait a minute, the punter did it? But the punter's story is the ballsiest. He leaves his career at the height of that, builds it, builds it himself. Everyone says no to him. He does it his way, and he ends up with the FU power to say, I don't have bosses anymore. And he doesn't, because he doesn't. He's leasing to Pitaro, and he's leasing to Iger. And he doesn't need them because in this age, if you have your own audience, these people need you. You do not need them. I think it surprises a lot of those top line athletes, though. You have to have a certain work ethic. All the smoke has that work ethic. A lot of people just assume I can turn on the mics and dominate in this field. And you have to have the tenacity, the work ethic of a Pat McAfee, which I said earlier was pretty unparalleled. You don't really notice. You, you certainly notice when an athlete succeeds in building out a new media venture. You don't really talk about when a Duncan Robinson podcast goes away. And in this athlete-led media space, there's a lot of projects that just go away. And they don't go away because, in, in most cases, a person just has something else to keep them busy. They go away because they realize it's hard. Oh, but It's I, very difficult. But, you've got Travis Kelsey saying it's the hardest job in the world. Travis Kelsey. Uh, this is what I would tell you, though, about Pat McAfee. He got such a head start on everybody, on realizing what it is to build his own thing. But if all of these people think they can do that, double flips off a turnbuckle at WrestleMania? A million dollars in several different industries. Are you, a little bit, like, are you kidding me? Like, no, you can't all just come into the space and, and chase down the punter. That's not going to happen. Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Don Lebatard. And this is the one you'll hear that if you hear anywhere else, you're not going to hear it. Okay? Stugatz. What? Here it is, number two. What? Wait, what? Wait say that what? again. Please put that on the poll. This is the Don Lebatard Show with the Stugatz. 
Those papers you hear banging on a desk or an old coach still out on the road, still following basketball teams around. And I insist, our job, we have a job here, Shipping Container. We have one job here today with our old, old friend, Stan Van Gundy, still huffing and puffing around the country, chasing, bouncing basketballs. It is to make him laugh. For the next 24 minutes or so, uh, we must make this human being laugh. Are you going to help me? Is the group going to help me on this? We are here, Dano. I don't Woo! feel like you're here. I don't feel like you're with me, Woo! okay? Uh, we need to do this with Stan. Uh, you can't get so used to Stan Van Gundy making appearances here that you arrive, and he arrives, and you've got this kind of indifference on you. Look at you guys. Will you show some enthusiasm for Stan being here, please? Woo! Yeah, Stan. Build. We stand, Stan. It used to be such a big deal when he came around here. Back when he was running franchises and not just talking about the games. Can only dial it up so much, man. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you tired, guys are tired. <laughs> like, oh, wait, you got nothing. Laugh. If I'm just back here going, well, Stan. Yeah, I know. I mean, okay, so much. fine. Okay, now it's been revealed. Now you've shown people too much behind the curtain. We so easy, is it, Mike? We were never enthusiastic when Stan Van Cundy came What's around here. Motivation? It was always feigned enthusiasm. He'd always talk about his politics, his, his liberal politics. He is friends with my favorite step, state representative, Ana Eskamani. Oh, he's trying. Look, can you imagine what Stan's life has been recently? as he's deeply cared about doing politics on the ground in Florida and all around him, he gets overrun by corruption and sewage, dumber and dumber by the day. Some of it gun wielding. <laughs> Woo! That is for sure. Honestly, it is nice to see you, at least for me. I want to talk politics with you because you have tried for the last 10 years and before that really, but you've tried to be a progressive, decent human being and all around you, politics trample you. Forward 30. It's tough in this state. There's no question. And I think the uh, the real challenge for progressives in this state is to not get beaten down in Florida and to keep showing up and keep trying to make a difference because you don't get a lot of positive reinforcement in terms of uh, electoral results. Do you get, uh, I will talk basketball with him in a second. It's been too long since I've seen him. It makes me happy to see your face. Uh, and I and I do, I have, like, I don't want to normalize what LeBron is doing, that we can go this far into the show without talking about the oldest dude in the league. Uh, coming back from 21 against a Clippers team that can win the championship, hitting seven threes and doing it at that age, it's just insane. Like, I don't, I, I, there, there's not a, really a precedent for it. So I want to talk to you about that part. But I, I am curious before we get started. So Mitch McConnell is now leaving. And, you know, I want to make jokes about he'll spend the next, you know, 4,000 years resting comfortably wherever it is that he rests. In a but, turtle shell. Uh, but, yeah, he's been like he, he has been a plague and and yet somehow, somehow more reasonable than what's coming. Like it's, it's, so, somehow he has been an evil plague for decades, but he, he's not okay with insurrections. No, but he was fine with subverting, you know, hundreds of years of precedent to not even bring Merrick Garland to a vote um, on the Supreme Court. He was fine with that, with stealing a seat on the Supreme Court, but you are right in that the one thing I think that we know about today's Republican Party is it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. So 
If you didn't like Kevin McCarthy, great. It brought you Mike Johnson, who not only is far more regressive, but also far more incompetent. I mean, this guy's just a clown. Um, and then so from Mitch McConnell, who knows where we go, but you can just count on it being worse. That's a good landing spot for Patty Mills. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we should do it. I should ask. Let's do it that way. I'll ask him one serious question and you ask him what's a good landing spot for Patty Mills. Let it let's because we do need some basketball. I need an here. answer. Yeah, what is it? Well, good land. I don't know. I don't know what Patty's got left in the tank. I haven't seen him this year. Well, um, he just got released by the Hawks, and I know he's not going to buy into the de uh, team defensive concept of Eric Spolstra, but I kind of want to stash him just to keep him away from the other teams in the East because you know if he goes to one of those other contenders, he's going to kill Miami. Well, the one thing with uh, Patty Mills is, you know, he's going to come in firing and he's going to light it up, and he'll give you an effort defensively. I'm not so sure that he wouldn't fit with Miami. He's certainly not going to be a great defender, um, but he'll give you an effort. He's not like I mean, a what guy. are we doing? What are we doing? That's a thoughtful answer. He'll He's try. averaging 2.7 points We're trying to find points out where per Patty game. Have, it's all about fit. I mean, he he he's of an expert. He breathes basketball. Then why'd you interrupt him? His question was so we much better. Hmm. But he hasn't watched Patty Mills. He's saying, "What's he doing? Like, why are you asking me?" Well, I haven't watched him because he hasn't played on what's uh, a very bad Atlanta team. So, do you think Trey uh, Young's uh, social media reaction to his injury was a bit much? Considering it's just a pinky. Come on. I didn't see his social media reaction. He's holding up the pinky. He's putting First Corinthians up there. I mean, it's a pinky. Oh well, I think a biblical quotation for a uh, for a basketball injury is a bit much. Yeah. So, regardless of what the uh, quotation was, four thirty. <laughs> Stan, yeah. uh, what LeBron did last night—it's the biggest comeback, fourth quarter comeback of his career. That Clippers team is good. Paul George did not play, and but that Clippers team has dominated LeBron's era of basketball over there. They beat up the Lakers every time they play. You have no precedent for what we're witnessing from him at this age, right? No, it's incredible. I mean, the guy's still averaging 25 points a game. You know, it's it's the lowest scoring season of his career, but that alone is amazing that you can be averaging 25 in your 21st year, and that's the lowest you've scored in, you know, forever. I mean, it, what he's doing is is incredible. I mean, the only... Huge drop off with LeBron is at the defensive end of the floor. And he's gone from being a defensive player of the year guy to being a guy if if you're on the other team, you target him now. Um, and, and I'm not meaning to be negative on LeBron. That's the only drop off offensively. He's still as good as anybody in the league. Uh, you're actually just saying all you're doing is giving voice to the human aging process, right? Because when I watch LeBron play, he is still obviously very strong, but he is and cannot be as fast. And in order to play defense, you have to be able to move laterally. So you're you're saying he's a defensive liability that he's being targeted. Yeah, I, I mean, look, here's the thing, too. It's, it goes beyond just the lack of lateral quickness. I mean, at his age, 21 years in the league, like you've also, he's carrying such a huge offensive load. You got to find places to rest. You know, he's playing a lot of minutes and everything else. He's not a hundred percent healthy. He's got to get some time to rest. And his rest is on 
the defensive end. And usually, look, he's smart, so he keeps himself out of bad situations for the large part. And they've been able to find matchups where it's tough for people to target him. In the playoffs, it could become a little bit more of an issue. Um, but again, that's sort of nitpicking when you're talking about a guy LeBron's age and what he's getting done on the offensive end of the floor. Uh, Dan took a sports question unexpectedly, so I guess I have to follow the formula. Yeah, yeah, Should fun. I be concerned, as someone that is not a conservative, that there have been a lot of Republican leadership positions that have had changeover where, uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but most people within those parties would say these are voices of reason. Even Mitch McConnell during January 6th was looked to as a voice of reason when everything was going on. You have these people stepping aside and being replaced by more MAGA conservatives. How troubling is that for the election? Well, look, I think the whole thing is troubling in that we have had numerous people who have just foregone their previous principles and beliefs and people I maybe didn't even believe, you know, agree with politically anyway, but they've just gone foregone those beliefs and are just totally subservient to Donald Trump, I mean, the amazing lack of self-respect on the part of leaders, I, I, I shouldn't even use the word leaders, prominent people in that party is, is amazing. I mean, Elise Stefanik was a, an intelligent, thoughtful conservative. She just gave it all up, said, you know what, I'm going to chase power. I'll do whatever Donald Trump wants. I'll back him on anything. I'll say the election results um, were fraudulent. I mean, it, it's it's really amazing. I, I you know the control he has gained over supposedly intelligent people. I want to ask another politics question. Sports. I have to stick to sports. We can. I mean, you always have to stick to sports. Dan. Although you can You're take a political sports. question and then I can back go back to, to yeah, right. We just got right, right. to. Go ahead and ask hoops. the sports question and then I'll go to a politics a serpentine question. draft. Yeah. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton turned six today, being yeah. a leap day baby. Uh, I've been hugely impressed with his offense. I'm sure people have found holes in his game, but in terms of natural scorers, where do you rank him in the league? The history of six-year-olds. Yeah, well, he's the best six-year-old ever, probably. Um, look, he, he's I, I love Tyrese Halliburton. You know, people have started to see more of him this year. But if you, you know, the last couple of years, he's averaged over 20 in the playoffs. He's been their second best player. Um, you know, he was better than James Harden was in the playoffs last year. Uh, look, this guy's just really, really good. He, one of the fastest guys in the league in the end and is a 40% three-point shooter who has adapted to being a full-time point guard better than anyone could have expected, doesn't turn the ball over. I thought he'd really struggle with that um, this year, uh, the playmaking part of it. He has not. He's not a great defender, but he has gotten better at that end. Um, yeah, he's one of the best young point guards in the league um, and certainly the best six-year-old. Uh, hold on a second, though. I want to ask a politics question. We've only got a minute left here. We'll go to a break after that. But did I see a gleam in Mike Ryan's eye that I rarely see, which is his hatred for Mello? Was there a Mello conversation that just burst out back there? 
I was saying, I think uh, over time, you know, Tyrese Halliburton can end up being considered a better scorer than Melo. And then Tony and I, because we both know ball, got into, well, yeah, I can see that he can work a little bit more on the low block. And he's like, yeah, Melo's mid-range game. But I'm like, also, as a defender, that's a shot that I want being taken. The Melo mid-ranger as opposed to whatever Ty- Tyrese Halliburton can come up with. Tyrese, so it's a debate. He's got to work on his back-to-the-basket moves. I think he's very good getting into the lane. I think he's very good shooting. The thing is, Melo had that bully ball where he would take you down to the block, give you that one-two spin and then hit you with a fadeaway that At was a great. 34% clip. Okay, maybe if only one day we can get a basketball expert to tell us what he thinks about uh, what you guys are arguing about while the basketball expert is talking. I'm right here, Dan. You asked him you asked him about basketball and then he gave you the answer and while he was answering you you went to a basketball conversation. I actually like that. I actually like that. I appreciate that. All right, uh, we're going to come back with more of it next. Summer requires extraordinary hydration that's built for everyday dehydrating moments, especially in Miami. We know that it gets very, very hot. You go outside for six seconds, you're sweating, and you're possibly dehydrated. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Guys, I love Liquid IV. I get the sugar-free lemon-lime version. They should have my picture on it how much I drink it, how much I use it, the sugar-free, has no bad stuff, only good stuff. I use it when I go to the gym, when I'm playing hoops, when I'm going out on the boat, mix it in with a little bit of ice, keeps me hydrated all day long. Just tear, pour, and live more. With one stick of Liquid IV plus 16 ounces of water, hydrates better than with water alone. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DAN at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DAN, D-A-N, at liquidiv.com. Oh my gosh. Folks, gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Don Lebatard. It's a good Colorado team. They're the, 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 the defending champs. Right, Jeez, go, I'm going to go sit in the penalty what box. What happened there? Stugatz. They're the, 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 the defending champs. Right, Jeez, go, I'm going to go sit box. in the penalty what box. What happened there? Excellent. This is the Dan Lebatar show with the Stugatz. All right, Stan, answer the question that they're asking right there. Mello or Halliburton, who you got for all time? Is Halliburton going to be, when it's done, a better scorer than Carmelo Anthony? No. What? What? He said so definitively. Is he going to be a better player than Mello was? Well, he's going to be more well-rounded, yeah. Um, but, But he's not going to be a better scorer, and... Neither one of Halliburton hasn't shown that he's any more willing to defend than than Carmelo was. 
politics question? I can ask a politics question. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. I, he was a little uncomfortable there. Like he didn't want to. He didn't want to upset the mellow stands. I think this is something here. He's not uncomfortable. Stan. Well, I think Carmelo. No, quite honestly, I'm not uncomfortable. Carmelo is, is an underrated guy. I mean, that guy was as good a scorer as we've had in the league. I mean, he's there with Kevin Durant, any of those guys. He could score on anybody, and he was absolutely fabulous late in games. Like, he made a lot of clutch shots. He just, because he wasn't part of a lot of deep playoff runs, I don't think he got the recognition for that part of his game. Um, But, yeah, Carmelo was... A, dog. a damn good offense. He just hung on to like a previous era, maybe for a little too long, because if the game gravitated more towards the international game, where you could rightfully argue that Carmelo Anthony is the greatest U.S. men's international of all time, That's right. then we're now we're cooking with gas, Sam Van Gundy. Well, yeah, I don't know about that either, though. But um, but look, I have a lot of respect for Carmelo Anthony. I mean, he was. He was one of the few guys you're playing against him. If I was coaching against him late in the game, you've got to come double team him because you're getting into those last shot type situations. Carmelo was going to come through virtually all the time. I, I That guy was a great, great player. What about Shane Gillis Alexander? <laughs> come on. I knew I smelled wow. the mellow on you. I knew I smelled it from over here. Stan, let me ask you uh let me ask you about what's happening all around you because you talk about it matter of factly, but as I've mentioned to the audience for years now, uh you've been doing the work in your community. You've actually poured many, many hours into not wanting political power, just wanting to make sure things are fair and decent and not unreasonable. It seems to me that you're living in a vastly more unreasonable time now than you were even eight years ago when you started this. And I'm wondering from your perspective, like, how do you not feel hopeless and helpless? Well, I do a lot of times, I, I, to be quite honest. I mean, the last the last go round 2022, we had, I thought, a lot of good local candidates for the state house and state senate in Florida, um, women candidates. Uh, we we hosted a fundraiser for them. We put a lot of money into the to the campaigns of those women. I thought they were outstanding. And and um, other than the previously mentioned Anna Eskamani, we couldn't get a win. Um, you know, and it's discouraging, especially when you're running against people that are just really bad. Not only bad representatives, but in in my opinion, just their values are bad and they don't care about people. And to lose those elections, it's it's discouraging. It is. And um, but also on top of that, I would think you it, it almost as exasperating that the conversation, it's not even just that you're that you're losing the fights or feel like you're losing the fights. It's also that the discourse keeps getting dumber, like uh, empirically, uh, nonsensically dumber. I mean, look, we're we're banning books. We pulled in Florida. We have two districts, at least that for review, pulled the dictionary off bookshelves in schools. Like, it's hard to get more ridiculous than what we're doing. We're pulling classics off the bookshelves. We're, we're pulling dictionary. I mean, it, it's, it's insanity. And now we've got this social media law that's going to pass. And quite honestly, 
It's not just the Republicans. Only seven Democrats ended up voting against it. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but this state, in for someone like me anyway, is heading further and further away um, from the things I value all the time. And it, it is discouraging. And I wish I could say I see the end in sight, but I don't. You're right. It's getting worse, not better. Stan, who's the team that you're looking at that could be a dark horse? Obviously, there's a lot of great contenders now. There's a lot of young teams up in the top in the Western Conference. Who's the team that you look at and be like, that could, That team could be a problem come playoff time? Well, there's a lot of, of teams that could be, so I don't really know. I mean, the dark horse are the dark horses, I guess, would be the teams that would come from down in the standings. So last year, we had Miami get to the finals coming through the play-in. The Lakers came through the play-in to get to the Western Conference Finals. I mean, both of those teams and Golden State, I guess, could be considered dark horses at this point. Look, nothing really would surprise me in the West. You look at the first round, normally if you get a 1-8 or a 2-7 series, like those are going to be pretty big upsets. There's not one matchup that will come in the – in the West in the first round, no result that I would consider uh, an upset. So I don't know who to even consider a dark horse out there. I mean, I, like you, you're Oklahoma City or Minnesota, two teams who have really made big jumps. And in the first round, you could be playing like teams like Golden State with Seth Curry and all of their you know, Steph Curry with all of their experience or the Lakers with LeBron and AD, that could be your first round opponent. I mean, it's it's crazy what's going on out there. Um, you know, you always worry about Miami in the East. Um, but look, Boston's so, so much better than everyone. Um, I If Boston does, this is one of the few years to me, if Boston doesn't win the championship, I'm going to be shocked. I mean, I just think they're light years better than everyone else. There it is. We've been wandering the earth, a dry, dry earth. Looking for, look, I've been looking for politics. I've been looking for laughs. And then what do I get? Hot take. There it is. Stan Van Gundy giving it to you. Thank you, Stan. I've got a number of different questions here that I want to get to, though. Not all of them. Basketball related. Uh, were you indignant about Wendy's uh, price surging because they canceled it? They said they that the feedback was so bad that Wendy's was gouging people. I know you used to love your fast food here. The Wendy Wendy's uh, is delicious enough that I might be willing to forsake certain principles, including you gouge your customers in exchange for continuing to eat Wendy's. But I was pissed off at him about this. Yeah, not so much with me. Whatever they charge, I'll pay. Okay, so there you go. So you your principles fall Abandoning into Abandoning his principles. Yes, yes. My principles fall into, yeah. I love Wendy's burgers. Oh, That's the Frosty, great. too. Yeah, they're, they're uh, frozen. No, I'm not a Frosty guy. No. What? what? You got wow. the fry into a Frosty. Oh, I, can get better. I can get better ice cream than the Frosty. It's not. And it, it's fries, a Frosty. And their fries aren't that good. No. Wow. You are so wrong. No, you are so no. wrong. In fairness to no, Wendy's. That's offensive. In fairness to Wendy's, they did have to clear up 
people thought because of the, the dynamic pricing thing, it meant it goes both ways, up and down. Wendy's clarified that said, no, the, sur <laughs> the it's not surge pricing. It's a dynamic price board that's digital with rebates, you know, when you have a surplus. And also, at least they have the transparency in the age of inflation to say, yeah, we're, we're going to raise the prices, or at least that was assumed. They never actually said that. I'm defending Wendy. Okay, that's okay. Thank you for doing Defense that. Not Wemby, Wendy. Uh, that is right. Uh, but I want to uh, be offended on behalf of everybody. Like, Stan is an aficionado of fast food. For him to say that the Wendy's fry is no good, like, come on. You know what, Stan? It's not an elite fry. He's but, not wrong. Stan, look. In comparison to Stan, other fries. Stan, listen, I say this. They, they make a good burger, though. They make a good burger. A oh, double stack? You kidding me? My God. They no. make a good burger. Uh, Stan, let's look at this video together. You tell me you went viral again because this uh, this clip every once in a while during March Madness surges. And uh, uh, this was, uh, what was this? Was this Fordham? Was this, what was the end it of this It was four game? years ago. This was Furman, Furman in Virginia. All right, so it's Furman uh, three or four years ago. Let me see what we've got here. Oh, no, okay. I thought you were talking about last year. No, this was last year is where they have the inexplicable turnover. Yeah, this is the Furman, Virginia game. I feel like Harlan disrespected you there. He didn't trust you to stay out of the moment. Oh, yeah. Well, I, Kevin does that a lot. Um, that's just, you know, he wants to, he wants us to let the crowd um, noise in. And it was a great moment, a great call by Kevin. First uh, March Madness game I had done. So we had four that day. That's the first one. Um, <laughs> that's the and, first one. Uh, it was my first one. And it was, uh, it was incredible. And it's still amazing to me. That was a senior point guard who'd been part of a national championship team who just put the ball up for grabs. Um, it was incredible. It was, you know, I identify always with the pain of coaches more than the joy. And so while it was a great moment for Furman, I just really felt for Tony Bennett, like you've got the game in control there and your senior point guard just decides to throw it up for grabs. I mean, it's, it was an amazing moment, but it really was fun for Furman. They're actually making a documentary on their season from last year. Just three weeks ago, I did an interview with them when I was up here in New York the last time. I think Amazon is putting it out um, in the next month or so. I can't believe, let me look at his picture again. Put his picture up on the screen, frozen. That is a guy, look at him. He's, look haunt, at that he's haunted on behalf of Tony Bennett. And look at him, the disgust. He's still saying, senior point guard. He, yeah, Tony, you did everything you could, and I see you here. I, selfish Stan Van Gundy, who sees everything through the coach's prism, you're going to get your heart broken because your kid was an idiot. And that is shock and uh, compassion. For Tony Bennett. You're not even enjoying that. Look at you. You're suffering. You're shocked. Well, I, I wasn't really suffering because I did enjoy it for Furman, but but I was shocked. Not much shocks me. But not only was it a senior point guard, but Kia Clark, like his calling card is this is a smart point guard. And he is. I mean, that guy is a smart player. That's what he's all about, smart and disciplined. And in that moment, 
I don't know what happened, but he just threw the ball up for grabs. And then J.P. Pagese, who hadn't made a three and had been struggling shooting the ball even through their conference tournament, knocks down the biggest shot. I said to him the next day, uh, Furman's in Greenville, South Carolina, and I said, you know, I, I was talking to him after their practice the next day, and I said, I just want to spend one day in Greenville, South Carolina as J.P. Pagese. That's it. Just one day. Stan, thank you for joining us from a Denver hotel toilet. We appreciate it. It's the first time. Oh, this is New York City. Uh, oh, oh, New York City, New York City, City toilet. Okay. Uh, New, uh, New York, New York City, City toilet. toilet. Yes. Uh, thank you. Yes. Uh, Stan Van Gundy, first ever appearance on the show from a New York City toilet. Thank you, Stan. All right, guys. Thank you. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.